The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of us. I hate the work of those who follow it. my mouth I'll make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of you. Are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers around the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. We use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, t- coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm an infidel infidel that Allah warns you about a hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and on the left side of the page, you'll see two videos at the top. On the left side is uh, Bradley's uh, educational video because He's basically been off on the radio this week uh, as they are ministering out in California. And uh, just going to make mention of California here in just a second. But <clears throat> you can check that out at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. I don't know if he's doing radio again today or not, um, or if we're going to have another educational video. But that will change at 3 o'clock one way or the other. On the right side of the page is where we're streaming live. All you got to do is click on the play button. 
and uh, blow it up on whatever device you've got. Click on the Rumble icon in the bottom right, and you can join us in the chat on Rumble. We'd love to see you over there. Lots of friends over there. And in the morning, and Debbie, do you not like do you not like the ride on King Jesus? <laughs> oh, I don't play it every day. I might play it once a week or once every week and a half. But it's it's one of those things. I like I like the Negro spirituals sometimes. I mean, I really do. And uh, I've watched a lot of people do that song, and nobody comes close to doing it like those kids do it. And if you see them doing it, it's even better, okay? Uh, you, it makes you want to clap. It makes you want to sing. Um, so, yeah, sorry about that. I, You know, I played the Celtic metal homeschool and mom during the week, too. But uh, anyway, that's pre-show music. Anyway, uh, right up under where we're streaming live is the uh, email address where you can put your email in and sign up for our uh, email newsletter each night. Now, if you want our ministry one that goes out on Saturdays, uh, you go to sonsoflibertyradio.com and you sign up there. You'll get what's going on in the ministry, uh, some, photo, some photos you're not going to get on Sons of Liberty Media, okay? And you're going to get uh, Bradley's article for the week, and then you're going to also get uh, whatever our special is. Speaking of the special, our store's available this week, last day to get this, for the ch children. Now, this is a, a book on abortion by Stephanie Joy. It's normally $10. You can get it through midnight tonight for 25% off when you use promo code LIFE, L-I-F-E, okay? So you can get that tonight. Be sure and pick that up if you want to do it. You can get a couple of these, hand them out to some friends, some representatives, or whoever, and uh, this is one. This is a book. If people want to stop their ears over the situation, like some of the um, people that we've shown in some of the videos, like the lady did yesterday. Um, I've got another one where she just uh, just caused the uh, um, representative to just babble after she asked him, "Well, what if we included rape and incest in a thing, but made all other abortions?" He didn't want to talk about that at all. See, there, it's not about that at all. It's about pushing murder. That's what it is. And they want it full stop. They want it wide open. And you heard the lady I played the other day. I mean, that's what she said. And she kept going back like a politician or like a brainwashed chatty Kathy doll. Uh, Pull my string. And I say this, this phrase. And she could not get off that phrase. And she realized, because you could see it in her eyes, that the guy had caught her. And all she had to fall back on was that. And um, so that's why at the Sons of Liberty, we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or left, but who is on the straight and narrow. Okay. Now, if you want to help us out, there's a donate button at the top of the page, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that, make a one-time donation, or partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. Now, real quickly, I'm going to hit a couple of headlines, and then we're going to bring Kate on. And we're going to be talking about this World Health Organization Pandemic Treaty. Yes, it is going to supersede. They're going to supersede the sovereignty of 194 nations. On the planet, okay, they're going to do it. That this is the the fix is in. The question is, are the people going to stand back and let it happen? They can see. I've told you they can call it legal, but it's not going to be lawful. All right. So, a couple of headlines here. SonsLibertyMedia.com. Just adding on to what we reported, I don't know, a couple of months ago, DOD issued contract for COVID-19 research in Ukraine three months before COVID-19 allegedly existed. Also, SonsLibertyMedia.com. Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act will do nothing to stop terrorism and everything to grow the police state. That's exactly right. See, the, the Democrats are used to bring in the problem. And the Republicans are used to bring the solution, which is more government. 
They tell you they're about small government, but they all their solutions are more police, more uh, federal agencies, more surveillance, more data tracking. That's their answer. But they tell you it, it's it's Orwell, man. Up is down, down is up, right is wrong, wrong is right. The whole nine yards. It's doublespeak. That's how they're playing you. And if you think that come November, if we even make it to an election in November, that you voting for a red wave is going to be the solution, you are set. You are caught up in in the game they want you to be caught up in. You're right where they want you to be. Exactly where they want you to be. Okay, just letting you know. Also, sonsofbitymedia.com. This is new from uh, Whitney Webb. Monkeypox fears may rescue endangered corporations. Yeah, because we, we're we're wise to what they're doing. Okay, aiding the public in forgetting their past sins, namely the COVID nineteen eighty four over the past two and a half years. You're going to get your mind on the monkeypox stuff. And look, I'm not going to shy away from it. Look, God says He'll send plagues as part of judgment. Read Deuteronomy twenty eight. He said He will do that. The question we've had over the convids is they haven't even proven it exists. That's the first thing. But now, oh, yes, some of this stuff can be unleashed. Be aware. 12 nightmarish economic trends that we should expect to see during the second half of 2022. This is by Michael Snyder. And then from our friend Dean Garrison, and I'm glad Dean's doing much better. You know, he had almost went blind, uh, had to move out to Nebraska, just, you know, I just, my brother's been through a lot of stuff. He's back to writing some things now. Um, and he wrote, Elon Musk panics over discovering 90% of Twitter users are fake spam bots. Imagine that. Now, look, if he'd have been paying attention to the Sons of Liberty, it, he would have known that. <laughs> we were exposing this back. Remember when Hillary Clinton bought, I don't know how, 11 million or whatever it was, um, you know, followers on Twitter. Same kind of stuff. Same stuff. All right. Now, I want to hit a couple of little videos, and then we're going to bring Kate on. We're going to be talking about this World Health Organization thing. Now, I played this one for you the other day, uh, so it's going to be in the archive. I'm just going to show this to you. And we played this one the other day. Uh, the city mayor is working with the UN um, to surrender there to WHO and their, their pandemic. And then the other one I didn't mention for the radio listeners is what is the WHO pandemic treaty? What is it? All right. Check that out. Now, this one right here, I want you to hear. It's very short. This is dealing with the wars. And this is Julian Assange. OK, listen to what he has to say about this. Whoops. Nearly every war that has started in the past 50 years has been a result of media lies. Media could have stopped it if they had searched deep enough. If they hadn't um, reprinted government propaganda, they could have stopped it. But what does that mean? Well, that means basically populations don't like wars. And populations have to be fooled into wars. Populations don't willingly and op with open eyes go into a war. So if we have a good media environment, then we'll also have a peaceful environment. But our number one enemy is ignorance. And I believe that is the number one enemy of everyone. Uh, it's not understanding what is actually going on. It's only when you start to understand that you can make effective decisions and effective plans. Now, the question is, who is promoting ignorance? Well, those organizations that try to keep them secret. Um, and those organizations which distort true information to make it false. 
misrepresented. In this latter category, um, it is bad media. Um, it, it really is my, my opinion that media in general are so bad, uh, we, we have to question whether the world wouldn't be better off without them altogether. Um, there's some very, very fine journalists, um, and we work with many of them, some fine media workers, but the vast majority of them and are so distortive to how the world actually is. Um, so the result is we see wars and we see corrupt governments. Okay. All right. That's Julian Assange. Now you say, why are you playing that? I'm listening. I'm in the midst of it. I haven't finished it. I'm listening to a um, radio deal from Mike Adams. And I know some of you guys have a problem with Mike Adams. I, you know, whatever. Okay. But it's some things that he was talking about, about China and a possible... While there's talk of invading Taiwan, I want to ask you people something. Just stop and think for yourself. What other nation on the planet has hundreds or thousands of cargo ships sitting off their coast for months? Continuing to bring food and supplies in there. What other? I want to ask you. Because we referenced Deuteronomy 28, we referenced Leviticus 26. And I'm telling you right now, God doesn't change. And as I was listening last night, I, I thought about this. We're, our attention's being drawn over to Ukraine. Probably rightfully so. There's a lot of corruption between them and the Biden administration. We know that going back years. Okay, But why the constant sitting out on our West Coast? And there have been drone... I haven't confirmed the actual photos as legit, but they look legit to me. They don't look like they're photoshopped. I've kind of blown them up, and you can usually see where somebody photoshops, you get different pixelation and stuff like that. It looks like there have been drone shots where there are people living out of these cargo containers. And I went last night and actually did a search for, uh, I don't know what it was, Chinese cargo ships, troops, I forget what it was. There were all kinds of stories, mainstream stories, from 2021 and 2020, where they were talking about the Chinese actually doing that, even taking fishing vessels and other things, equipping them with rockets and things. And the, the idea was to invade Taiwan. There may be some ships in the South China Sea and all, okay? There's a bunch of them sitting off our coast. And the people aren't awake as to what do we do if there's a D-Day invasion of the United States. And at this point, I don't know what they're going to accumulate. You've got traders in D.C. who are selling us out. And it isn't just Democrats. It's Republicans, too, because they're not doing anything to stop it. And the only thing I can think of at this point for something like that is for massive repentance of the people to take place. I'm talking about sackcloth and ashes kind of repentance, Nineveh kind of repentance before God. God can destroy our enemies. There's no question about it. Does he control the sea? Yep, he can sink every ship out there if he wants to do that. But he can also bring and make our enemies' armies his armies to use against us to judgment. And um, 
And with that said, that's where I want to lead into. Uh, I'm going to have Mike inter Mike's interview up. I'm only listening about 20 or 30 minutes, but I'm tracking with what he's saying because I thought the sa some of the same stuff. It doesn't mean it is legit. It just means I know there's those things that play off. And while we're looking over here, they're doing the trick over here. While we're looking over in the in the Ukraine, they're doing something to us off our west coast. Now, with that said, we're going to talk the who the who treaty what that's all about, and we're going to talk about all these stockpiling of monkeypox vaccines, okay? Mix, by the way, they're mixed with smallpox, uh, something that Kate has told us about before, uh, that they don't test these things together, and yet they're mixing them together and all this kind of stuff. And so, yeah, as always, Kate's with me this morning, and uh, she's looking a little uh, summery out there. I, th I think it must be summer there in England. Good morning, Kate. Hi, morning. Actually, I have better service on my patio than I do in my house, which is hilarious. <laughs> I can um, see that. Um, we have been absolutely sprayed to oblivion um, since 4 a.m. this morning. The, the, the sky was just sprayed and sprayed and sprayed. It was blue sky with just trails, and now it's like forming a mist. I um, don't know whether you can see it. Right oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, they have been spraying like hell. Uh, but... Um, yeah, and the and the other thing, uh, just to to recap, Tim, if you remember, um, I've mentioned it a few times, and Kevin and I, Dr. Corbett, mentioned it. The universities in the UK, um, you know, Ireland included, they're full of Chinese, absolutely full. And I remember Dr. Kaufman saying to me that during the first lockdown, and when students were sent home, the, the Chinese students weren't sent home. And I noticed this at Cambridge. It was uh, going through Cambridge when I went to see my daughter in her first year. I couldn't believe how many Chinese were there. I felt I was back in Hong Kong, mainland China, not on Hong Kong Island, uh, even Hong Kong Island. I mean, obviously, it's Chinese got a lot of expats there. But I, I couldn't believe it. And I remarked on it. And I was telling Mark Steele, and Mark Steele said, Oh, I, a lot of them will be sleepers. A lot of them will be sleepers. Now, who knows? You know, although I know that the universities do get a lot more money when they have the overseas students, but it was just a, an observation. Now, going on, on to what you've said about, you know, God can bring, um, he can bring famine, he can bring um, pestilence. So what then shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, who can be against That's us? That's right. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Romans 8, 31, 32. But as for me, I watch in hope for the Lord. I wait for God, my Savior. My God will hear me. Mika 7, 7. Amen. So ultimately, God is in charge, ultimately. And it's a test. And uh, talking about smallpox, first of all, you know, they've suddenly miraculously, uh, Pfizer have come up with a vaccine, a bang on time with their crystal ball. But we have to remember something about what they're saying about monkeypox. First of all, there was the movie, um, was it Contagion? Was that who it was with? Um, yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow. And, uh, well, she was very limited in that uh, role. But, and also, yeah. um, there was the movie, let me just find it. Oh, Outbreak. Outbreak. Yep. It, and that was the one with um, the monkeypox. Now, if you look up what monkeypox is, it's very mild. Yep. Um, Within two to four days, you're okay. However, they're now talking about offering you the smallpox vaccine, which is toxic. It's dangerous. And remember that the AstraZeneca vaccine did have in it chimpanzee, adenovirus, which was 
vectored, which means they've they've altered it, um, genetically modified it so that they don't give you a virus. It's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. It's all problem, reaction, solution, keep you primed that there's going to be another pandemic and we need the who. But also if we go back to the smallpox vaccine and, and Jenna, when they created it, you know, that was in Leicester um, in England that people actually saw their children die with that smallpox vaccine and they mandated vaccines for children up to uh, 15 at that time in the 1800s. And then children, children died and they, you had families where one child had died and they were being ordered that they were going to be fined or put into prison if they didn't have their second child injected. And they wouldn't do it. They'd rather go to prison. And so, so the, they used to mix cow pus and then inject it into humans and backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards. Complete rubbish. And the vaccine that they've got today, I believe it was the smallpox vaccine that they gave to Africa that had... It was alleged it had a virus in it, again, um, a lab-generated virus that was between a cow and a sheep that they spliced to together, put it in the smallpox vaccine, gave it to the African nations. They all got AIDS, and then they relied on the Western countries for healthcare, and that's how they got them into massive amounts of debt. This is just all this same old witchcraft and sorcery. It's disgusting. You get a cold and you feel ill. But it's actually a detox for, you know, two to four days. You might get the flu. You might get anything like that and be off your, off your legs for a few days. It's normal. But they want to now give you another vaccine. And how many idiots are going to take it? I, want to, I, I wanted to go on my holidays. So I had the monkeypox. Um, and then you have, there was a doctor in the Daily Fail newspaper, the most bought newspaper in this country. It's, it's a comic. So either got the royals in it or the latest celebrity case. Who cares? Who cares about Kate Middleton's £3,000 coat when people are using food banks? It's vulgar. And it's got this doctor in there. There's a doctor in there today talking about how he had COVID. I don't know how that. He must have been the first person in the UK because it's never been isolated or in the world in humans. And he's saying that he used remedies, you know, paracetamol. He's telling people when they're sick, if they've got a sore throat, they feel unwell, to go and do exercise. Now, what do you need to conserve your energy for when you're sick? To generate an immune response. What do dogs do when they're ill? They sleep. What do kids do when they're ill? They sleep. You need to conserve your energy to generate an immune response. Not go running. He said, just don't do an exercise if you've got a high temperature. I could not believe the madness here. So I go back to my Chinese proverb. There's three doctors. The first doctor looks after your health. He's a good doctor. The mediocre doctor looks after you when you're sick. The really bad doctor, the crap doctor, looks for illness. I mean, what absolute nonsense. He's probably got a cold, a detox. And he's saying, I've got COVID and I went out for a run. And in the rationale for that is he said it oxygenates your tissues. What an idiot. So does vitamin B3, niacin. So does hydrogen peroxide. So does chlorine dioxide. Yeah, food grade spray all over your body, 3% when you come out of the shower. So does chlorine dioxide, all which the good Lord and creator gave us. And this man's saying, take paracetamol, which incidentally, you only need eight to, to kill you. It's really toxic and it's accumulative. It destroys the liver. Um, and that's why you get people take overdose on paracetamol. And unless... Um, they get the antidote for it, um, Parvalex, Parvalex, Parvalex. Um, 
they can get liver damage and then they end up in the liver wards needing a transplant. He's saying, take paracetamol and go out for a run. Now, what Kate, absolute moron. Kate, let me let me ask you a question because uh, we've talked about uh, milk thistle and this was something I talked about with Mike Adams for many years ago and he was talking about that works as a sort of a, I, I think if I'm, if I remember right, that works as a protection for the liver as well. Yeah. Uh, using milk thistle, so a lot of people don't talk mention that. I think, I think the active the active compound in that is silymarin. Okay, it helps generate new liver cells. Yeah, silymarin. Yeah, yeah. So people who who right are looking here. to yeah, and the, and the liver is the only organ that actually can regenerate it whole its whole self, which is I mean I guess God designed it that way because He knew what all kinds of stuff we were going to be facing and different toxins and things of this nature, which is great. I mean He's He's a He's a loving creator. People, it amazes me how how they want to badmouth the creator who has designed our bodies and said, look, don't do this, do this. Choose life. I'm putting before you life and death. Choose life. I, I'm telling you what you need. I'm telling you what you don't need. And what do we do? Oh, I can handle it on my own, God. We're just like our parents, Adam and Eve. We know what's best. We know what looks good. We know what looks like it's going to taste good and feel good and everything else. And well, just... Just before you move on from that, Tim, yeah. your, your liver, I always say it's the site foreman. All the blood goes through your liver every three minutes and it, and it filters off the toxins. You've got all your meth methylation pathways. It gets rid of dead cells. Every three minutes, the life is in the blood and the liver cleans the blood every three minutes. So if you're, if you're drinking alcohol, then your liver's too busy filtering that to be doing you know, your, your regeneration and your detox. Um, and also, you, you can only manage so many toxins, and we are getting hammered. So, you know, this is where you, you have to choose your poison and try and um, offset. So that's why, where it comes from, you know, clean water, clean air, clean foods, and eating the foods in the right combinations uh, to combat this. And, you know, there's a Japanese doctor had a huge tumor in his liver, and he followed the Gerson therapy, and he's alive and well today. Uh, Sue... Um, I've forgotten Sue's surname there. Um, Sue and Robert, they run the cancer support group up in Nottingham and they, they wrote a wonderful book. Um, she had big tumors in her liver wrapped around, I believe it was her hepatic vein and they couldn't operate. And they said, regardless, even if it was benign, it's going to kill you within three months. They sent her home. She, she collected um, Oliphant, Sue Oliphant and Robert Oliphant. You can find them on Facebook, wonderful people. And on her way home from the hospital, dumbstruck that she was going to be dead within three months, she bought goodbye cards for all her friends. And um, her husband just wasn't having it. And he just researched, 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 changed all her diet, cut all the toxins out. And several months later, her tumors were gone. It's just fact. Incredible. And yeah, and you know, it reminds me of uh, when we had uh, Dr. Vickers on. You know, he's, he's basically saying, unless you're on your deathbed and you've got cancer, Come down to our place at the Gersten Center down here in Mexico. Six weeks, there's no cancer in anybody. Oh, yeah, and that that clinic is on the beach. You see, Pelic. I've stood on the oh, balcony. It's, it's beautiful. The watch. pictures that I've seen. Yeah. I just want to go it's, there and hang out for a week, and I don't. I, I don't engaged. even have cancer. I was engaged to him for three and a half years. <laughs> I'm the runaway bride. Um, and you, you'll have to nail my shoes to the end of the aisle to get me up there. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's on the, it's right on the ocean. You see the pelicans go by, you see the, the, the whales bring their babies, but you know, they do everything down there. He does absolutely everything down there. And, um, people go down there just, just to get healthy. 
he's doing he's doing also a detox clinic but i've seen amazing stories down there i really have and i've met the patients and i myself did gerson 10 years ago but again go back to the principles of that what did dr gerson knew he was a genius he knew and and, and when people say he was a quack absolute poppycock he had endless studies in his book. I, I'm running a um, every day now. I'm doing books that I recommend every single day as a video on my uh, on my British Nursing Alliance page. We've got all our nurses training uh, the ones. That, it's getting busier and busier. We're now running a second course in September for uh, dietary healing with Catherine Alexander, and I'm going to be covering another one of her books about the Gerson therapy. But you know that he was an eminent genius ahead of his time, and he knew about limiting your toxins eating nutrient-dense foods, oxygenating the tissues, changing, he knew, you know, fasting for a sick body wasn't good. Incredible, incredible. So they are throwing a cluster bomb at us. That's exactly what they're doing. We have our innate immune system. When we breathe it in or we eat it and drink it, we get rid of it if it's bad. They are throwing a cluster bomb at us. They're spraying us. They're giving us bad food, bad water, bad air. They're filling our mind with negative thoughts and fear and prejudice. And we've got electrical uh, EMF all around us changing. Uh, and, and incidentally, you know, we have our own electrical field. And when someone is within six foot of you, that's when your energy starts to cross over. And it's, it's fact. It's quantum physics as well. So what did they tell you to do? Stay six foot apart. What did they do with all our elderly that were in care homes? They were in their rooms. 24 hours a day on their own. They weren't allowed out their rooms. Uh, the kitchen staff came in and just put their food in there. And those people perished through lack of love. Yeah. As well as, you know, uh, being given morphine and midazolam because they were sick. Why did they get sick? They got sick because of the flu vaccine. They got sick because of lack of love and so on. We well, you know, Kate, one of the things that Dr. Vickers said and when we interviewed him that I was very impressed by was, you know, I was quoting from Daniel chapter one, where Daniel wouldn't take of the king's meat and his wine and things of that nature. And he was just smiling the whole time I was reading the passage. And he goes, you know, Dr. Gersten point, that was one of the foremost place that Dr. Gersten went to. So Gersten wasn't necessarily ahead of his time. He was actually thinking God's thoughts after yeah. him and applying them. And this is, and people today, even Christians say, I don't want to be told what to eat. I have liberty. You do. You have liberty to eat. There's no question about that. Paul oh, says, digging your grave with your knife. And that's pork. right. Paul says that wine and meat, I have liberty to do. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are profitable for me. And so the thing is, is this, God is not going to send you to hell because you ate something off the menu from the Old Testament. That's not what that's not what it's about. But the issue is there is definitely some wisdom in either one moderation or abstaining from the particular things. And even in that, I want to make sure that we're clear. God didn't uh, uh, tell people to abstain from meat eating. That is part of the law too. He has certain meats that you can eat. He has certain ways that you prepare your bread and all those kinds of things. And I don't think he was just doing it in a ceremonial fashion, even though I see the ceremony and I see the picture imagery from that. But he said, I'm putting before you life and death. Choose life. And I think there's some wisdom to that. I really do think that if God said it, it must have been important, not just for the, the imagery that's there, 
but for the benefit of, of us. And I think that if we go back and we look at people like uh, Dr. Vickers and Dr. Gerson and stuff like that, and even yourself, you can testify to say, hey, I was doing this. I changed these things and it's altered my life, my life tremendously, even the benefits of just healthy living. Now, we're that's we're kind of getting in some other stuff for just health and wellness. But what about this issue that's come out now? Because this is the topic of our show. And this is a big thing that you know, a lot in alternative media are talking about, but the um, uh, the the Mockingbird media is really not talking about this. The World Council for Health, and this is not the World Health Organization, this is somebody else, uh, and others warn of centralized health tyranny in a new treaty that would remove state sovereignty. And this is talking about the World Health Organization led by a non-doctor, uh, I like to refer to him affectionately as uh, Terrorist Teddy, uh, who, terrorist, yeah, the Teddy the terrorist is like uh, Akmar the dead terrorist or whatever. Um, this is this is run by this guy, and now they're putting this up. Kate, what I know you've been into this. I know you've seen some of this stuff. What are you making up? The biggest thing I have is you have this organization funded by people like Bill and Melinda Gates, George Soros, and others that will do their bidding. And yeah. big pharma's behind it too. They're they're putting money into it too, and they're going to override the sovereignty not only of the United States, but let me tell you something, people. If you don't understand it in the U.S., your state is to be a sovereign country on its own. Why do you think I called it the U.S. occupied state of South? It was never to be occupied by the United States government. It was the government was supposed to be a creature of the states. And therefore, we have lost that mentality. And we think all of the states are our country. It's not. My country is South Carolina. Your country is Michigan or Wisconsin or California, whatever it is. That's your country. You're just in a confederacy of aligned countries. For a common purpose, and so, what do you make out of this new um, this new treaty that's being pushed forward, especially there for England? Well, um, I certainly didn't give my government the powers to vote for that without telling the people. I've spoken to so many lay people about it at the supermarket checkout, everywhere I've gone. When I've been on the forest, they don't even know what it is. They don't know what I'm talking about. Why don't they know what I'm talking about? Because our government isn't talking about it publicly because it's not in the papers. And surely if they're voting on something as fundamental as it's going to take away all our rights, shouldn't we, the people, be told? So when the government that is in power, uh, that we, we voted for them, uh, and they, uh, the powers that we, the people, bestowed upon them when we voted them in, if you do indeed believe in a, in a true democratic society, they're going above and beyond those powers. and. It's tyrannical. It's illegal. It's unlawful. So how can we have, and if, if you look at it all, if you look at the World Health Organization and what they're, they're aiming to do, and Tedros the terrorist, as we called him, who was once on a most wanted list, I believe it was at the FBI or something in America, a most wanted yes. list for crimes against humanity yeah. for killing his own people. And there he is on there with that Bill Gates, with his skinny arms and his man boobs and his pot belly and a front to a man, um, sitting there telling us about vaccines and laughing and hee-hawing when he's, he's got no medical training, he's got nothing, doesn't know anything about health. I don't know why anyone even gives him any airtime. And they're all, and then, and then Hillary Clinton. I mean, I, you know, you even say that Benghazi, as soon as I think of Hillary, I think Benghazi. 
But these people, these people that you shouldn't even be giving anything to. So technically, the World Health Organization is going to be the new world order. That's exactly what it is. Oh, absolutely. And tell each country, oh, we've got another pandemic, even if only one person's died. Even if you've not proven it, it's a pandemic. So you're going to do this, this and this. But there's one little caveat here. They can say what they want that people have got to do. But in order for it to be to be uh, weighty and, and working. The people, people have to submit to it. That's, that's the only I way. Just, no, never, ever, certainly in my adult life, have I ever known, never mind the people in the supermarket that I've spoken to and everything else, but I'm talking about everyone else, never in my life, and I've been banging on this for 10 years anyway about vaccines, have I ever known so many people from such a diverse section of society know so much about politics, about policies, about laws, about guidelines, and about vaccines. You know, what people have been trying to do for the last, well, my certainly 10 years since I had cancer, to alert people about what's in vaccines they did it all for us in the last 24 months. They've literally done it for us Yep. with the COVID con. They've woken, wo I don't like the term woken up. They've alerted people and enlightened people to the lie that is pharmacia. I totally agree. I totally agree. And, and in fact, let me play this little clip because uh, terrorist Teddy says it's only a small minority that are against this yeah, treaty. All right. We the, the majority of people want us to rule over them, to tell them where they can go, what they can do, what they got to put over their mug, uh, what they got to shoot into their body, any of this kind of stuff. Listen to what terrorist Teddy has to say. Respond more effectively to the next disease X or pathogens. Unfortunately, I have never had a good job. A small minority of groups making misleading statements. There's not misleading. Purposefully I like when he shorts and boob tube. I want to be crystal clear. WHO's agenda is public, open, and transparent. Yeah, it is. WHO <laughs> stands strongly for individual rights. We passionately support everyone's right to health, and we will do everything we can to ensure that the right is real. Okay, all right. So there is a truth that he's saying. They are transparent. You see exactly what they're wanting to do if you take the time to see it. But the fact of the matter is, he says, when he says we want to ensure people's health and want to ensure people's rights, it means we're going to force their rights to comply with us. That's what it means. Now, he can say the words, but that's what it means. And he wants to override your government. And look, it won't stop with health, it, what they call health. And it won't stop with pushing their drugs and pimping out you know, big pharma and everything else and everybody who's funding them so Bill Gates can get his 20 to 1 profit on his shots. It won't stop with that. It'll come with other things too. And this is why, frankly, if I were president, <laughs> the Navy SEALs would be all over this guy, like Osama bin Laden, because he's an, he's a, he's a, an enemy of America and of the world, actually, along with Bill Gates and the rest of them. They're, they would be considered enemies of the state and enemies of the people because of what they're doing. That would be a need for special forces. Now, why that's not happening, I can tell you, because you got traitors in the midst. And as, what was it? Um, I forget the guy's name right now. I'm having a blackout moment here. But he said, we can deal with our fools. It's the traitors in our midst. Marcus Sorelius, I think was the guy's name. 
Uh, he says, we can't deal with the traitors in our midst if they're allowed to go on because they're going to destroy us. And that's exactly right. Yeah, absolutely. So so he's on there. And, and you, you say, you know, it's not going to stop with that. Look at Pfizer. Pfizer's come up with a drug. And apparently it's got some technology in it that when it reaches your digestive tract and it must break, you know, start to dissolve the coating, it alerts wherever through a signal that you've been compliant compliance um i roared with laughter when i saw that and i thought well, you know for every one of these things somebody out there always comes up with some way what you could do spit it out and, and drop it in some acid that'll do the same because of your hydrochloric acid in your stomach but this won't stop with that and then we saw that idiot in wales uh, sorry in uh ireland you know talking about they were talking about taking properties of people to give it to ukrainian people having ukrainian people live with you um, but she, but the uh, I can't remember who she is, Helen. Somebody I've put it on my Telegram page, uh, but she doesn't want anyone living with her. Um, it's this is not going to stop. They're going to declare this is a pandemic. Now you've got to bring in these uh, emergency laws. But I I just cannot see people um, going along with this. And then there's the other little thing here as well. All of these people, it's like a great big show. Tedros the terrorist, you know, all of these. Even Biden, we've always seen the green screen. We've seen him shaking hands with imaginary people. Um, they're just characters in this whole show. And the real perpetrators, you never see. They're in the shadows, in the wings. And um, we, we, we have to remember that all of this also um, is, is getting people very emotive, getting people very angry. And, and when people are angry and emotive and you're releasing all that adrenaline and cortisol, you actually are in a, um, a fright and flight state and you don't think logically. You don't think about how the best way to address this is. So it's, it's a good idea to almost laugh at this and think logically, get on with your life and also think how you can alert your communities, how you're going to get together with your communities, how you're not going to go along with this. Because... There's also the other little caveat of, remember that a lot of people have been injected. A lot of people are getting sick. A lot of people are getting sick. So who are going to be the ones that are going to be enforcing this for the World Health Organization? I certainly know that a lot of cops are getting sick. We know the military is getting sick. They're all getting sick. So who's going to be enforcing this in the country? Who, who is going to be enforcing all these rules? They're relying on on your compliance you're just doing it well you know virtue signaling i've got to do the right thing that's what they're relying in and relying on and unfortunately more and more people are sick of it they're sick of watching it they're sick of hearing about it they're sick of their civil liberties being taken away so that bubble of people complying is actually losing air and it's getting smaller and smaller yeah, it is. And there's something that you said there. I was uh, I was looking up here in uh, the book of Joshua uh, because you were talking about getting together with people and encourage them. And this is a, a, an issue into which, you know, I, I, a lot of people, they fall in this trap of this, you know, doom and gloom kind of stuff. They've misinterpreted scripture in a lot of in a lot of places. And I think of I think of one passage out of Joshua. People may, if you if you're not familiar with it, I'll give you the skinny on it. What happens? Joshua and the spies uh, go in to Jericho, and they're taken in. And some people may say, "Well, why are they at the house of a harlot?" <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I, it doesn't tell us, but I know this: Rahab the harlot eventually became the, if you want to follow the line, the great 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 grandma 
in the line of Christ. We're, we see that in the book of uh, Matthew and, and in, in Luke, we can, we can follow those things. And one of the things that happens is, is that Rahab tells Joshua and the spies what's going on in her own city. And I want you to pay attention to this. And before they were laid down, she came up unto them upon the roof, and she said unto the men, I know that the Lord hath given you the land, and that your terror is fallen upon us. See, this is part of the blessings of God in Deuteronomy 28. He will bless you. Those blessings will overtake you, is what he says. And so the terror of the, of the Lord is upon the people that they're going in to take over. And that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. For we have heard, not that we saw with our own eyes, we just heard about it, how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when he came out of Egypt and what ye did unto the two kings of the Amorites, that ye were on the other side, Jordan, Sion, and Og, whom ye utterly destroyed. And as soon as we heard these things, listen, our hearts did melt. Neither did there remain any more courage in any man, if there is a lack of courage, if there's a lack of heart, which we're seeing a lot of, especially among our representatives, and I would say even among the people, that is the result of what God is doing. He's bringing judgment. Because of you, for the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. And then she prayed that they would spare, that they would spare her and her family. And the, re, and the way they got it, hang a scarlet cord in the, in the window Anybody in your house, we won't touch. And that becomes a picture of the Christ who gave his blood, even as we saw in the Passover, where the blood was laid on the, uh, in the shape of the cross on the doorpost. That was there, and that was to protect that family while everybody else lost their firstborn. And I see that same thing happening here in America. There was a question in the chat that says, Tim, do you believe uh, God is sovereign in all these things, that he has control? Yes. Because he has purpose in what he's doing. I want, I want people to get that. There is no need to fear. For if we fall, we fall because of the hand of the Lord. If we stand, it's because of the hand of the Lord. And whatever, whatever we are, whether we're rich or poor, free or bond, or whatever it is, we have God to thank for that. We really do. And if, nothing hap if everything happens apart from his purpose and his decree, then there is no purpose to it. And there is no decree behind it. There's no good that can come out of it because it's just random chance. And I want people to, to grab hold of that. That is something to be very optimistic about in the face of all of the fears and the terrors and the plagues and the pestilences, the famines, all this stuff that comes our way. That should be what grounds us is that God is truly in control of all those things, and he has a good purpose. And the Bible says, for those who love him or are called according to his purpose, all things. What kind of things is that? All things? All things work together for good to those who love him or are called according to his purpose. Just wanted to toss that in there. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's why, you know, for me, I, I, go, I go walking. And when things get too much, often I'm with my, my trusty mate, Katrina. Um, but when I'm not with her, I can go for two hours um, reading, well, reciting Psalms. Sometimes I'll have my earphones in. I do all my praying on the forest. I'm telling you, folks, you, you only has to, have to ask and it's given. Are you praying? Are you asking? Amen. Um, because certainly everything I've asked for and gone through difficult times, it comes. 
just want to throw in here, Tim, you're looking slightly slimmer. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That, did you hear my thing with David? I took, I, I honestly, I took <laughs> that. My son comes down. It was just out of the blue. He goes, Dad, you're looking like, uh, like you lost some weight there. I'm like, I, 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 I said, I guess I do. Now, I, I, I'm going to attribute a lot of that to the, um, the fulvic humic acid. Uh, I pretty much take that, and that I get this. You can get this from themiraclesab.com. Save ten percent when you use promo code Sons of Liberty, and you'll help David out, uh, who came on this week, uh, because he was talking about these kind of things too. And so, not only are you detoxifying, but I guess as you're detoxifying, you're also dropping some weight, which is great. Uh, but I went in there and weighed myself, and I was like, "Wow." Uh, I've lost 13 pounds. I didn't even realize that because I don't get on the scale. Shown in English, where you you can see it in your face. You know what? I I um kicked right back in, and I dropped um seven pounds something in you know the last week, and then you, you know you I only ate one thing that I shouldn't have eaten, and my joint hurt a bit, and I got this little rash on my nose. So your body tells you once you once you're clean, it's really difficult um, when you eat something you shouldn't anymore. But the fulvic minerals, it's all the minerals that are in the earth that your body needs, needs the vitamins and minerals. And if you're not eating good food, it's devoid of nutrients. And also the glyphosate that's in the water table will actually stop the plants taking up even zinc. But yeah, you definitely... I, and I, well, Stuffy he, says, Stuffy says I lost 10 pounds by shaving the beard. And that I, <laughs> it wasn't that weighty. It wasn't even a couple of ounces of it. But I, it's funny. It's funny. You know, you know what? I'm going to this is terrible, but it's it's facts. Don't forget all of your body parts weigh. And the first seven pounds that you lose when you you, you should never diet, never diet to lose weight. I just as soon as I think diet to lose weight, I think deny. You just change your diet and it will fall off naturally. And you don't, you don't need to exercise, you know, go mad, beasting yourself to lose weight. But, um, you know, I remember when I had my double mastectomy, my reconstruction, I had boob implants in my own breasts. And when I had them removed and I had these smaller ones, I got on the scales and I weighed a lot less. <laughs> it's just, it's true. Um, your body parts weighs a lot. And I remember working in theaters and, um, things that were removed from people's bodies, the, the porters used to take them over to pathology they'd be in the interlock door you'd have a theater then an interlock and i remember picking bags up out of there and containers with body parts in and they were heavy they were absolutely heavy so yeah it would, it, i think it would i think it would turn my stomach to have that uh things but with the with the who we, we, we've got two things the who uh, treaty is obviously uh an overreach it's it's an overreach of what the people set up in government, but because the people are ignorant of how their government even is, that, that in many of the Western countries, the people themselves are the government. They just have representatives who are supposed to be doing what they're supposed to be doing. And if they're not doing that, then the people are supposed to remove them and prosecute them. And that's not just for the United States. We have it codified in our in our constitution, but you guys have that too, I've, I've learned. Now, what about this issue of the monkeypox? Because... This is a this is a report from May of last year, 2021. It's from uh, precisionvaccines.com. U.S. government orders additional smallpox, monkeypox vaccines. And Kate, one of the things that has stuck with me about things that you've 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 been teaching us is they've never tested these vaccines working together. And what right. the danger is, that's one of the biggest things. And yet they're willing to line our military up, our kids up, us up. And, you know, just dump however many they want to dump in our bodies. And it is. It's a deception. We think that it's protecting us from something. 
when the Bible tells us, one, the nations are deceived by the sorceries, and two, Psalm 91 says that God is to be our protector, and he's given us the means, the, the physical means, the natural means by which he does that, and then he also provides supernatural means by which he protects us. What do you, what do you think, what do you make out of this? Uh, you, because we bought like 13 million of these mon monkeypox vaccines last year, and what's happened, you guys have bought a lot over there in England too, right? They have. And also, I think I sent you something um, about some... That, yeah, I did. I sent it to you. There's a tabletop exercise by NTI from last year, considering a scenario of a bioweapon threat for monkeypox. And it's dated from May 20, 2022, right there in your face. And I've, I've sent it to you. I'm just going to send it to you again. So it's at the top of your... I'll send it to you on your personal so you can see it. So they've planned for it. Um, it's ridiculous. And as for, as for the efficacy, where you, you give one drug and it can have an effect on the body and all that will be listed. You give a different drug, that'll have an effect on the body and it'll all be listed. You give the two drugs together and you're going to get a completely different effect and, and it could kill you. But let's just look at something. First of all, no matter who's making these drugs and these vaccines, who is delivering them? The nurses. The nurses have a code of professional conduct. They're nursing and midwifery council, those crooks. But they also have administration of medicines that they have to adhere to as well. So they know that when they've got, you know, it's like having a gun. It's not the maker of the gun that is guilty if it kills someone. It's not the maker of the bullet that's guilty if it kills someone. It's who took that up and fired it. That's who's guilty. So who's firing these injections that are not tested together for their efficacy? The very people that are afforded the trust of the public. So ultimately, where does the book stop? It stops with you, nurses, that are too concerned about your mortgages and your jobs and keeping your stupid gobs shut. And you're going to be delivering them yet again. Stop. Think. What are you doing? What are you doing to these people? You know, they're, they're giving babies so many vaccines and the menu for what babies get now is humongous. They're even getting in the UK, they're giving them the malaria vaccine. Why? When I went to all these countries, when I worked for British Airways, um, I didn't have the, you know, I didn't have to keep having those things. They gave us these malaria drugs that none of us took. Kate, Kate, we got, we got to close out the radio show. Do you want to hang on for a little bit and finish your yeah, thought? Yeah, I can hang on for a few minutes. Okay, all right. Go ahead and, and tell uh, people where they can find out about you. you got about 15 seconds. Okay, so I'm on Telegram, British Nursing Alliance. There's two of those pages, one with a single nurse that I post on and a couple of others. And then there's one with a row of nurses. Uh, the website's actually being built now for the British Nursing Alliance and my website. I'm really super excited. So you've got to get on those pages so that you see where it's going to be launched. I am on Getter. I don't need to be anywhere else. Everyone finds me. And I'm on your show every single Saturday. I'm now on four other shows. I've just bagged another one, the Dave Levine Show. Uh, I'll be on that one some month, okay. which is down in California. All right, uh, guys, catch us on sonsoflibertymedia.com for the rest. All right, I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. And Kate, I'm glad that you're getting these other shows and these other outlets because they're trying to shut you up. And I know you have a lot of good information. My loyalty lies with you. <laughs> well, I, you know what? We appreciate you're my you. my brother. <laughs> well, you're my sister. And I, I, you know, I want people... I want, I want people to learn how to take care of themselves. We haven't had people um, tell us some of the things. I, I've watched uh, over the past, what, two and a half years that we've been working together here on Saturdays. I've watched as people 
go, oh, I didn't know that. That's pretty interesting. Or some people say, I did what Kate says, and I've seen an improvement. And I, I know I've had some of that as well. But I've seen that. So I know it's a benefit to people. And uh, I know I can say for those people, thank you for coming and giving of your time and to doing that. And, uh, and you know, God bless those efforts of other people who are willing to bring you on and you're able to speak to their audience as well. It's, I think it's great. Thank you. And so next week, as soon as you brought it up, we'll cover whatever comes out in the press, but I'm going to do a really good in-depth on the liver and how to reverse disease. I think it's a really good one to do um, because that is fundamental. You know, the liver is to cancer as the, the heart is to vascular disease. And I'm a big fan of coffee enemas. I still do them. I do them every single day. I did five a day, then four. I did five a day for two years, then four a day for another few years. Uh, I do one to two a day now. Everyone I know does coffee enemas. And I've been doing talks up and down the country. I've been really busy. And I've got more coming, avoiding reverse disease naturally. And they're getting busier and busier. Um, I've just done one just uh, two weeks ago. And um, I've been invited back already. And this is by a, a serving uh, member of the military. So, And he's wonderful and uh, great that I'm going back there. And, you know, this is, uh, it, it's wonderful for me because I had a, I was speaking to a group of farmers and other people and a young guy put his hand up, you know, to ask a question at the end. And he wanted to know about coffee enemas in front of everyone. You know, normally people, they come up quietly and ask you. So this is wonderful. It's getting it out there. And uh, there's no better way to get rid of your headache. If you have a headache, it's because you're toxic. The, the gut brain link. I got migraines for years and years from my 20s. They were so bad. I used to lie on the floor, pushing my head into the floor. Um, and I used to get them every month around about the week before my menstrual cycle. I've never had a migraine ever since starting the Gerson therapy. Okay, uh, we got it. We over got it. 10, 10 years, over 10 years now. Yeah, we got a question here. <laughs> this is coming from David, which is uh, interesting. Is bold coffee better for the enema than, I guess, What's your regular roast? Coffee? Huh? Oh, but, bold well, coffee actually, is like the stuff I just have. I have one cup a day. It's black as can be. I am not one of those soy boy latte fellas. I, that ain't me. No, no. Uh, yeah. Um, so <laughs> the coffee enema, it's Gerson coffee. It's organic coffee you can get light roast or dark roast okay and you get a, i make them up uh, in in several enemas all at once a concentrated version but you buy it i buy it from the coffee plant in the uk gerson coffee it's called and i'm actually going to be having an affiliate link with them hopefully they answer my email i'll just keep pounding them i'm their best <laughs> customer um i buy bulk because if you buy 20 bags um i even give it you know, for my clients that come here in the cafetiere, that's what I use it for as well. And I've sold it to people, give it to people. Um, you get loads of free bags, which I then pass on to Catherine, my mate. So look, you know, you, you get three rounded tablespoons in a liter of water. You bring it to the boil, then you put the lid on and you simmer it for 15 minutes. And then you strain it through a, a sieve into a jug, let it cool, make it back up to a liter because you would have lost some of that in, in evaporating. And then when it's cooled, you lie on your right side, whereas typically other animals are done lying on the left side. You lie on your right side, put a picnic mat down, a plastic mat, whatever, an old towel, cushions, get a clock, get your best book, your animal bucket. You can buy them off um, uh, the devil's tool, Amazon. You know, if it's there, let's use it. Um, and a little bit of coconut oil on the pipe. Prime your pipes and put your coffee down the pipe. Otherwise, you're going to get air in and you're going to struggle. 
And then you just hold the bucket up, lowering the bucket, lets it go in slowly, raising the bucket, it goes in quicker. The bit that goes inside your rectum is about that long. You just coconut oil, put it in, and then you let it drain in. And you know, you can never stand up when you're having a spasm because you'll have coffee all over the, you'll spray the bathroom. But you know, lie there, relax. It's very, very relaxing. When you drink coffee, it's a stimulant. When you use coffee rectally, and it was in the fifth edition of the Merck Medical Manual, it was used in the First World War when they couldn't get opiates on the soldiers. When you do it rectally, it relaxes you. It's the most wonderful thing. I've even that's, fallen asleep. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, I've fallen asleep doing it. It totally relaxes you. Hopefully you didn't wake up in a mess if you did that. No, as no, you can hold it in. It's very easy. Okay. Uh, the more to- the more toxins you release, it gets difficult to hold it in. It just means you're toxic. Um, after 15 minutes, you can stand, sit on the loo, release, release it. You feel wonderful. You look in the mirror, your skin is pink again. Now, I've been doing them for over a decade. Let me tell you what happened after about five years. My eyes changed color. My eyes are very light green. And they went back with it with a blue circle around them. They went back to the color that they were when I was younger, which is that color. I've looked at photographs of myself as a child. And that's what one person, every person that does it will tell you. After years of doing them, your eyes go crystal clear. And they're, they're wonderful. They make you feel wonderful. After I did, I was like, I ain't putting anything up my backside. It's for exit purposes only. And I was doing these juices for two weeks and I got really toxic. And I did my very first coffee enema. I was out that bathroom like Corky the cat. I felt incredible. And I've never stopped doing them. Never stopped doing them. I had surgery. I had um, another part of my reconstruction about nine months. I had these particular implants taken out. And there was a little port under my arm on a pipe where they can uh, stretch the skin, but they, they couldn't do it because I was so thin by then. And you could see the pipe and the portal under my arm. So I went to have them removed and different ones put in. And I was only in the hospital. I arrived in the morning, had it done. And the next morning I went home and I wouldn't take any painkillers. And it felt like someone was hitting me with a hammer on my sternum, my breastbone. It was every bump that we went over when my friend collected me, collected me for an hour and a half journey. I was like, oh, oh, got home. I did a coffee enema. I did them every two hours. You can do up to, you know, up to five a day. The pain went. That was the Saturday. I arrived home the Sunday morning by the Monday, which I'm not telling anyone else to do it. I was vacuuming <laughs> with my Dyson vacuum. No pain. Wow. I was good to go. They are amazing painkillers. And if you're juicing, um, they are a detox. They're not for emptying the gut, the bowel, although they do that, which is wonderful as well. But if you're juicing, the rationale and the ratio is three eight-ounce juices to one coffee enema. So if you're doing six of Dr. Gerson's juices, very specific juices, then you would do two coffee enemas. But I guarantee if you're doing them and doing them correctly, and actually Patrick Vickers, if you go onto Northern Baja Gerson Center, uh, onto YouTube, he's got an amazing video on the coffee enemas. He got, talks through how to make it in the kitchen at the uh, clinic, and he talks about how to do it. I, I actually had a really good video, but they took it took my youtube account down but i will have that video on my new website okay so all right I, we'll, we'll see about we'll see about dropping that in here too and uh, somebody said that uh, david got really uh, pretty i accidentally sorry about that folks i accidentally hit the guest button instead of 
Kate's button so it still has David stuff up from the other day. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, if we maybe we can put uh, Dr. Vickers' video in the archive. That'd be great for people who are interested. David seems interested. He says it's funny, but uh, he's real David, interested. Get the coffee and cream. Get that liter <laughs> of coffee up your rear end, your bahuki, as they say in Scotland. <laughs> a new man. A new <laughs> the women are going to be after you. Your eyes are going to glow. Your he's already he's already got a woman. He's already got a woman. He's, yeah, but that woman's going to be after them. You'll be you know <laughs> being chased around. But um, it's going to make you feel better. It's going to detox you. So and so let's 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 we're getting off the subject here, and I only did that because of the question there. But what about what are you making out of the monkeypox vaxes that are being? And and I got another question about that. Are they actual vaccines or these RNA stuff that they've come up with and they're calling them like their old style vaccines, which are just as bad? I mean, well, not just as bad, but they are bad for you. Um, what are you making out of that? And is this an indication? Is this like a smoking gun kind of thing to say you guys knew this is coming? You know, they're planning to do this. And yet you're going to spend in the people's money. And, uh, and and you're purchasing all these millions of these kind of shots over something like the coronavirus, it's very mild. It's you know ninety something high ninety percentage of people survive it. Um, same thing happens with monkeypox. It's I mean, is it even deadly? Really? Um, yeah. I, I'm, why, I'm just, why would you Why would you go and have something injected into you that you don't know what's in it? That's dangerous anyway, because you know most of these have got aluminium in them and mercury, which is the adjuvant. Why would you even do it? And why would you even have anything injected into you that's from another species, especially if you're watching this show, because it goes against Thessalonians, actually lots of places in the Bible. Yeah, Leviticus, yeah. So why would you do it? Why would you even do it? Uh, and that is the, the meme. One of the memes has come out and it's got the, um, it's got the kid off Jumanji that turns into the monkey. And it says across the meme, I put it on my page, but I, I wanted to go on my holidays. <laughs> it's, this is the... This is a test. God is testing you. He's Amen. testing you. That's right. And, and, and lots of you are failing, and you're failing miserably. It's a test. You know, some of the most classed as intelligent people, but of course they're not. They've just been hammered in at, at all the lies and deception. It's a test. Why would you do it for your own selfishness? Get on to Romans 13. Love thy, uh, love thy neighbor as you love yourself, and then you can't do anything wrong there. Once you look at that, you won't do any of it. The rest of it is just selfishness, greed, just thinking totally about yourself and what you want. So um, because you're not seeing it, you're not seeing all these people everywhere with pox. Listen, we've had kids, Tim. What's it like when your kids come down with chicken pox? They are absolutely covered. And, uh, and what do, do you, they do now? Do you, know, do you know, as as far as I remember, none of our kids ever had that. Now, I had it when I was a kid. You might, they might have had only one or two of them, and you might find that they've got immunity to it. Because remember, these things don't exist. It's a mm. detox. It's a detox. So people get it all at the same time because they're all exposed to the same thing, and it's cyclical, just like the leaves falling off the trees. But, um, you know, we, we didn't all rush out, did we? It's a pandemic. We need the World Health Organization. Half the kids in playgroup have gone down with chickenpox. And who's to say it's not chickenpox? Who's saying it's cowpox? Oh my gosh! You know what? Or or, or monkeypox, or whatever, or, or uh, the pox, which is what they used to call a venereal disease. Um, 
who's to say what it is? It's the same as all these people going, I've got COVID. I've survived COVID. If that's the only thing in your life that you've ever achieved, then God help you is saying, I've survived COVID. But um, these people are just getting the usual coughs and colds that disappeared, but it's COVID. Now, every time you get a vesicle, I've got monkeypox. That's what it's going to be. I yeah. mean, it is an absolute Well, you joke. know, one of the things, Kate, is, is, and I'm thinking of the passage I brought up to people before, and this concerns the prophet. You were saying it a minute ago, they're telling you all this stuff to do, what they want to do. Um, in essence, they are false prophets. They, are, they have already set up what they want to do, then they're feeding you a narrative for it, and then they're feeding you a solution for it through sorcery, which the Bible warns us against being involved in. And I go back to passages like Deuteronomy chapter 13. I'll bring this up for people. If there arise a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and giveth thee a sign or a wonder, and that sign of the wonder come to pass, not doesn't come to pass. Everybody focuses on the guy who says something and then it doesn't come to pass. He's a, well, what about the, if the guy says it and it does come to pass? Where have he spake unto thee? Now, see, this to me is people like Bill Gates, Terrorist Teddy, uh, all these kind of guys who are telling you, well, here's what's coming. And lo and behold, here it is. And now we've got a solution for you. And he, and it says, where have he spoken to thee saying, let us go after other gods? Well, that's what, exactly what sorcery is because it's not Psalm 91 where we're trusting in the Lord our God, is it? Which thou hast not known and let us serve them. He says, thou shalt not hearken to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams for the Lord your God proveth you. To know whether ye love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, ye shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice, and ye shall serve him and cleave unto him. And that prophet or that dreamer of dreams, what does it say? Shall be put to death. Now, for those of you who think, oh, well, that's the Old Testament God. and he's Hey, wait a minute. The Bible says in the New Testament, how much sore punishment for those who trample underfoot the blood of the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. And how are you doing that? By doing the same thing they did there, by not obeying his commands and by following after false prophets. And there's no doubt about it. When we had Johnny Ceruccione, he wrote that book, The Disciples of Ra. That's exactly what that is. These are false prophets who are coming in. They're lying to us. They're pushing their wares on us. And God is using it. I believe he's using it, just like what he says here, to test and see whether we love him or whether we hate him. I mean, there is no in-between there. You're either, you're either hot or you're cold. You either love God or you don't love God. And he's testing us in that. There's no question in my mind he's doing that. Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. And it goes back to the same thing, doesn't it? Of, um, unless, you, unless you accept your ultimate fate, that you leave this earthly plane, this body, then you can't live. You can't live unless you accept that you, you then leave this body and you go and stand in judgment. Um, it's bizarre. And this is what it is. You know, all these people are just running around thinking they're going to have their life taken from them. Well, yeah, you are. <laughs> the Lord takes it. He knew when he put you in your mother, your beginning and he knew your end. That's right. The bit in the middle, he gives you a bit of, you know, you can decide, but ultimately all roads lead to Rome. <laughs> it's just... Well, yeah, that's yeah, and then, and that's sort of the thing, and that's what you know. One of the things that we had with Johnny was all roads all roads lead really not to Rome, but to the judgment seat of Christ. Everybody's yeah, going to yeah. stand before Him, and the issue is 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 this: Are we going to obey Him? Or are we not? And with with this treaty, 
This treaty is definitely an overreach by tyrants. We're to oppose tyrants. We're to resist them. Uh, just like all of our forefathers did, we, we've read them all through the scriptures, whether it was Abram, whether it was uh, King David, whether it was um, uh, the Lord Jesus, John the Baptist, the apostles, whoever it was who was rejecting the laws of men that didn't comply with the laws of God, they rejected them and they called them to repentance and they rebuked them over their lawlessness. And so that's that's very important. I think we're going to have to do that here with this who pandemic treaty we're going to have to stand up and it's probably going to come to the fact that we're going to have to take up arms for that i just i don't i don't see any way around it apart from god intervening supernaturally and just wiping out our enemies the same thing goes uh that we should be aware of this monkeypox thing and again i'm not going to shy away from plagues and pestilences those things occur the bible says that they're part of god's judgment like it or not it does say that he controls those things i believe he is sovereign in those in those things and um and he does have a good purpose in it and that purpose in some cases may be to awaken people to deal justly with those who are rendering these things kate we got some questions here they want to see Raphael if he's around i saw floyd walking in the back but he's you probably got him put up somewhere um Raphael was having a great time because <laughs> he's decided that it's very good fun to chase the cats oh nice and and then he stands at the glass door looking at me through the door with a big piece of fur in his mouth. Um, <laughs> Fat Dave has dealt with him on many occasions now. I've actually got Nelly uh, sitting on my lap. Just let me see if I can. Uh, uh, he's under the table having a, come here, Raffy. Raffy, come here. Come here. Come and make me dead. <laughs> so we're going to end on a happy note here today. There he is. There's the new guy. There's uh, Mr. Raphael, which means God heals. Uh, Bo is in my, well, Bo's ashes are in my house in a little box. And lovely uh, Dr. Mary Corley was praying over him when he died. And two days later, she contacted me and said, he's with the Lord. I saw him jumping and running. He's happy. So this is Rafi, as we call him, Mr. Raphael. And um, he's very sweet. But he just chased, the, just chased all the cats. And, uh, and he gets slapped. And... Uh, he can't quite jump on the bed yet, but I lift him up and he sleeps on his back. And right from the word go, this little guy, look how small he is. He's only two kilos. He manages a good 5K walk straight away. And he absolutely Incredible. loves it. He loves it. He goes every single day. So uh, this evening, he's going to have his first foray at uh, tea time-ish, five-ish, down at the beach. So he's going to feel what it feels like to have a bit of sand between his toes. What do you reckon, mate? Well, he's got a he's got a better day plan than I do. I have to our freezer. I, has anybody else ever had a problem where your freezer, like when you lift the lid, you know the part with the light on it? Have anybody ever had ice get up in there and it becomes so weighted you don't even realize it that it just pulls that liner out? Yeah, we had that. I kind of stuffed it up in there because freezers are not. <laughs> The they're not two hundred dollars anymore. They're like six or seven hundred dollars for for the size that we have. And I'm like, okay, I don't have no money for that, but I'm gonna have to go. <laughs> My day's gonna be going finding a scratch and dent one uh, over in Charlotte, which I hate driving in Charlotte. But we're gonna go over there and see if we can find us one. Uh, so he's got a better day plan than <laughs> than I do. We but, don't have we don't have freezers like that. Well, people, some people do. We have doors that open, 
Those ones are for hiding bodies in. Well, yeah, well, it's because we're in like a one and a half story cape style. So you've got this, the ceiling kind of goes up like that. So you can't, I got somebody up making something in there. Uh, you can't have a standing freezer up there. You have to have one that's, you know, a chest freezer kind of deal. So, yeah. Yes, my daughter is doing well. She um, is going to be due in a few months, really? about three months. Thank you for asking, Ebony. And, um, well, look, we defrost the freezer. I had no idea it's getting up in that section because that section is screwed in. And it's, I, I've never had a freezer where it got up in there where the insulation and everything is. But that's what had happened. Big sheets of ice in there. Uh, we're going to have it with our, freeze, our, our refrigerator, too, because somehow water's getting down under. We've got one of those, I don't know what you call it. It's a, you pull out the freezer from the bottom of the refrigerator, and somehow water's getting up under there. It freezes in a big sheet, so every few days I have to go in there, and I have to pry it up, pull out big sheet of ice, and I don't know what it is. So <laughs> this is me. I, I can't call somebody to come do what i got to do. So anyway, we're going to do stayed, those kind of things. <laughs> before we go, Tim, I stayed, with the, I stayed with the Amish in 2016, actually with Dr. Patrick Vickers. Because he was the Cairo for the Amish. So he, he was the one that took me there to stay with him. They were wonderful. And on the side of their house, it was Abe who was one of the elders. Oh, it was the most wonderful uh, privilege to stay there. And I had such fun with Abe and his wife, Edna, who's now died. Um, he, they have an ice house on the side of their home. And in the winter, they all go, it wasn't far from Wisconsin where we are. They all go to down to the lakes and they take out great big pieces of ice. And they put them in their ice houses that are semi dug out in the ground, and it, and they put all their food in there, and it stays cool, cold. So they've got kind of like a root cellar, like what we were talking about yesterday. Yeah, it's like a, it's it was like outside because I saw Edna going out to it, and I asked her, and it's a building on the side of the house that's semi sunken, and whatever they put in the walls, but they all go together, all the Amish down, and they dig the big big blocks of ice out. It, it's it was incredible. It was incredible to watch them do it. Wonderful. Nice, nice. Well, Kate, I know you've got a lot to do. You're going to the beach, I guess, to take uh, Raphael. Uh, and yeah, not not for a few hours. So I'm okay. going to do some shooting. I'm going to I'm going to water my pots. I'm going to put some seeds out in the compost. Put some rubber gloves on because I've got nice nails just now. Um, <laughs> I'm being I'm right doing the whole Barbie scene right now, and I've got to do. I've actually got to do my weights as well. Once the sun goes down, I've got to do my weights today as well. So. Um, I've got loads to do. I've got some work, but I am <laughs> going to take Rafi to the beach because remember, it's it's not all work. We have to do some play as well. So yep. um, we we have to because it it feeds our soul. Absolutely, absolutely, uh, Kate. We appreciate you as always. Do you want to tell people so real quickly everywhere else they can find you? Because we had to cut you off earlier. Tell people where they can find you. Yeah, so I'm on Telegram, British Nursing Alliance. You want to join both pages. One is the single black and white nurse icon. I post on that and a couple of others. The other one you can post on. I am on Getter. I'm on a lot of other platforms, but I haven't posted yet because I had poor Wi-Fi. Um, but my my website, my Kate Shamarani website, is being built now. I had a fantastic meeting yesterday. Great guys building it. And the British Nursing Alliance one is being built at the same time. They're going to be really low subscriptions just five English pounds uh, a month in crypto, which is great. So, you know, no one can take it. No one can find it. No one can shut it down. No one can trace it. It's it's a good way, but there's so much going to be on there. You're going to absolutely love it. And then the nursing one, because we've got the, the training course. Um, but please do get on my Telegram account because everything is going to be posted there and you'll, you'll miss it if you don't get on the one with the single nurse icon, British Nursing Alliance. 
Okay. All right, Kate. We appreciate. Oh, oh you. and if you if you oh, want if you want to be if you want to come on the the uh, dietary healing courses, which all the nurses and even people that want to be nurses and people that aren't nurses are doing, it's been so successful. We're now running another one in September. Uh, just email British Nursing Alliance at mail dot com. British Nursing Alliance at mail dot com. If you want a consult with me or to ask a question, um, it's about health. It's natural nurse at mail dot com. Anything else you want to file at me? that you found or anything you've you know you want to whistleblow it's kate shamarani at gmail.com okay all right kate we appreciate you as always and guys in the archive i have links to some things um some different affiliates that kate recommends for health and wellness products and stuff like that you can help and support her that way you can also uh, i'm assuming okay wait a minute she's got something else here Hang i'm going to send it to you on telegram my new link okay uh so that for the pure body Okay. Which is re it's a really good thing to use. So um, I'll send it to you now on Telegram. So just give us ten minutes, guys. Don't use the old link. Yeah. Well, it'll be it'll be up later this this uh, morning. I'll get that in, and those links will be right under there. It'll say how you can help Kate if you want to keep her keep her going. She does give of her time for free. We don't we don't pay her. She comes because she loves people and she wants to help people. And much like our friend David Pruitt. So if you want to support her, you can do that. If you're looking for those kind of products, get them from her, support those, those companies that, um, that, that she has these affiliates with because they seem to be good people. All the, the ones that I've checked out seem to be the good inside uh, is one of them that she uses as well. So be sure to pick that up again. I don't know if Bradley's going to take a two hour day today, or if he's going to take the day off again, maybe I assume he probably is in either case. Have a great weekend, a great Lord's Day. Get with the people of God, read the Word of God, uh, fellowship around that, and then we'll see you back here bright and early on Monday morning, 6 a.m., Lord willing. See you.